In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Words. We encounter them everywhere. Every part of our day is filled with words. We read them, we hear them, we see them everywhere. Politicians, it seems, live and die by the words that they say or that they don't say. They give their speeches and they try to get their supporters to go to the polls and vote for them. There are words of advice, words that people are often too liberal in giving to us. Words of warning, caution, danger, be careful. The older generations like to impart their words of wisdom to the younger to help them avoid making mistakes as they go throughout life. We turn words into fun and games with Scrabble and Boggle and Wheel of Fortune. Words make us feel good. Who doesn't like to receive a compliment now and again? Or as I read a poem, I'm amazed at how the poet can craft those words in such a way that can move me and impact me emotionally. And for many of us in this community, in just one week from today, we will hear the words spoken that tell us where we're being sent for vicarage or placed into our first calls. Words are powerful and they impact us in many ways. You all know the saying that sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. Well, throughout my life, I've encountered many sticks and I've encountered many stones, but I've never had a single broken bone. But I can remember with much clarity and vivid detail the location, the faces, the people present when words were spoken to me that cut deep. Words that have scarred me as a child on the playground said something mean and hurtful as I had an argument with a sibling, or words that my parents spoke to me as I was being punished. These words scar and they can hurt. And there have been words spoken to me of sadness and sorrow, words announcing the death of a loved one, news of tragedy that has taken place. Sticks and stones, well, they don't really scare me, but words, they hurt. Yes, each and every day we hear and we say many, many words. And this morning, we gather here together to get away from the noise of the words of the world around us, and we focus on God's word. And God's word is unlike any other that we hear, unlike any other that we encounter. They're not words to inspire us for support. They're not words of pithy sayings and neat anecdotes to guide us through life. God's word is so much more than that. And the fact is that God's word, God's word hurts. God's word tells us 
how by one man sin has entered into the world and corrupted all of creation. God's word tells us that by the sin of Adam, we are all corrupted. God's word tells us of a people who time and time again failed to trust God's word and instead rebelled against him. Through the prophets, God's word spoke of a destruction and doom that was to come to God's people. And through God's word, he reveals to you and to me that we are nothing more than sinners who deserve death. God's word can hurt. But God's word also comes to us like a healing balm for our wounds. For where God's word hurts us and breaks us down, there is God's word to bring us comfort and peace and to lift us back up. The words God spoke to Abraham of a promise of many descendants, as numerous as the stars in the sky, and here we are today. Those same prophets who brought the news of destruction also brought to God's people words of deliverance and restoration. God's word tells us of one who will come and who will restore his people, the Messiah, God's son. His word tells us that Christ came into a fallen world, stuck in its sinfulness, and he took our place on the cross. He carried our burdens, and he suffered the punishment that was for each of us. And God's word shares with us the certainty of the resurrection that we celebrated weeks ago on Easter, that Christ is indeed risen and lives today. And today, as we gather in this chapel, God's word speaks to us and delivers to us a message of forgiveness that is ours through Christ. A message of forgiveness that we receive in the Lord's Supper. Luther asks, how is it that eating and drinking can grant us forgiveness? Certainly not just eating and drinking do these things, but the words, Christ's words, given and shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. It is these words spoken by Jesus along with the bodily eating and drinking that are the main thing in the sacrament. It was at the Last Supper with his disciples that Jesus revealed to them the purpose of his death, that his body and his blood shed for them was to give them the forgiveness of their sins. And tomorrow we come to this altar and we gather together and we receive this promise as we eat and drink Christ's body and blood. We eat and we drink and we are assured of the promise that our sins are forgiven because Jesus has promised it to us. How can eating and drinking do such great things? It's not because we gather in this magnificent chapel. It's not because we are the seminary community and so that makes us just a little better than the rest of the world around us. It's not the worthiness of the officiant who gives us the elements. 
It's not because of some magical phenomenon that takes place on the altar. No, and we're not forgiven because of our own personal piety or that we think we have rightly prepared ourselves to receive the sacrament. Then how is it that bodily eating and drinking can do such great things? Because Jesus has promised us that they do. And we have faith that what Jesus said to his disciples is true to us today. That his body and his blood were shed for us so that we all will be forgiven. In his large catechism, Luther writes, Although the work is done and the forgiveness of sins is secured by the cross, it cannot come to us in any other way than through the word. How would we know about it otherwise, that such a thing was accomplished or was to be given to us, unless it were presented by preaching or the oral word? How do they know about it? Or how can they receive and make the forgiveness their own, unless they lay hold of and believe the scripture and the gospel? Whoever believes these words, Luther says, has exactly what they say, forgiveness of sins. Yes, words affect us and impact us in many different ways. They can inspire us or cause us to doubt. Words can be fun. They can harm us or they can bring us comfort. But no words compare to the words of promise that Jesus speaks to us in the Lord's Supper when he tells us that his body and his blood were shed for the forgiveness of our sins. And my friends, you can take his word for it. Amen.